Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in once more to the Studio Experience Podcast. We've got another bonus episode lined up today. It's episode four of season two, and my good friend Magid Khalil Ragab, a.k.a. X144, back in the house on the show. Dude, thank you so much for joining once again. Yes, sir. Great to have you here. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, I'm yes. back. I'm back, everybody. Did you miss yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool chatting with you uh, last episode about just so many different things that you're involved in. And thank you so much for sharing a lot of that wisdom and experience. Appreciate it, dude. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you again for having me. And shout yeah. out to Joe. Joe. Yes. Yeah. Joe couldn't make it. We we had to do this in an afternoon and he's more of a morning guy for free time. Plus, you guys are like three time ah. zones apart, so oh, it's man. not easy to coordinate that. No, not at all. But we, we will but, connect, sir. We will connect. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully I can be there too. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I thought it'd be cool going back to that idea of you being involved in so many different things. Let's spend a little bit of time talking about for those that are interested in a lot of different things, you know, you're you're doing work in audio for video games, you're doing mixing, recording, mastering, producing, you're a filmmaker, you're doing Twitch streams, you're involved in a lot of different things. You've also got a wife. We hadn't mm-hmm. even talked about that at all. Mm-hmm. So you've got family, you know, there's a lot of different things that you're active in and balancing. So for you, how do you go about maybe prioritizing, making sure that what needs to get done gets done, things that need attention get that attention. But at the same time, you know, you're you're making time and space for the stuff that you want to be a part of and stuff isn't getting left kind of on the back burner. I'm sure some of that may shift as priorities change and things change in life. But I mean, what's, what's your general approach with all of that? Well, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a few different uh, philosophies behind that, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's the uh, more practical uh, one that that takes the lead, which is uh, whatever brings home the bacon gets the priority, right? Right. So, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very passionate about all the things that I'm a part of. I'm very grateful to be in uh, the position that I'm in where I can do all of it, uh, you know, in my life. And, uh, you know, I'm a gamer at heart. I, I love making games, uh, as a game developer. Mm-hmm. Um, I love telling stories and I get to do that in, uh, at the studio that I'm at. And, um, you know, that, that takes precedent. Um, it's something that, um, I feel very strongly about and, um, seeing that through and, and working with the wonderful people that I work with at Naughty Dog makes it, uh, an experience that that's not only enjoyable, but it, we're able to endure uh, during, you know, the rougher seasons of production, so to speak. Right. So sure. Yeah. Th- it's all about the people when it comes, when it comes to that part of the industry, I think in every industry, to be honest. So for me, I don't know, I've always been a Renaissance artist. Uh, and I think what enables me to do so much is within me. And I think within all of us, and it's just about cultivating this throughout time is understanding that your creative energy is going to shift, right? So Hmm. if I have quote unquote writer's block and and actually one thing that we actually didn't really talk about is that um, I used to rap, I used to be an MC. Okay. So I used to rap full time. So lyricism is also a part of what I would do, right? Love it. So if I would have writer's block, I knew that like, and this is early on where I started to, to learn this ebb and flow as I hit, I felt like I had writer's block, quote unquote. And I was like, oh, 
it's time for me to make beats. Mm. So I would go and make beats. And then when I would make, oh, I wasn't happy with what I was making beat wise. I was like, well, it's time to write more rhymes. I'm going to mm-hmm. write more lyrics. So I do that. And then, um, and then filmmaking got into it. And then it was that facilitated something and it was exercising creative muscles that I've never used before. Right. And by the time I was done with a video project, it refueled my, my inspiration for music. So I think it's just about following where, uh, well, having more than one creative outlet. I think yeah. allows you to learn that skill because that's an internal skill. You know, mm. that's not something that's, that's external per se. It, it has to do with a lot of external elements, but it's really an internal skill because like when you're not inspired mm-hmm. to do whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's paint or sculpt or make it, make a track or whatever the case, yeah. um, you might actually have creative energy that needs to go elsewhere. Right. And some people might use that in, you know, in working out and exercising. Cause that's, that's still just, that's, I would consider that more of a conversion of, of creative and energy than the actual utilization of the creative energy. But mm. because I have this natural ebb and flow, I could go months without making a track. And then I come back to it. And then, you know, it's like I never left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's because yeah. I'm doing other things. I'm, I'm being satiated by my other outlets. The tricky thing about that, this is the hardest part, is balancing a marriage. Right. And all of it. Luckily, I married an artist. <laughs> she won't call herself an artist. She's an artist. Uh-huh. Um, she's super artistic. She's a brilliant mind. Um, I love my wife. She's, she's a gift. And, um, she, she allots me a lot of freedom and we're both very independent. So it, it, it does, it does work out, you know, and for the longest time, like it, like the relationships I would be in, it wouldn't work out mm. because there was that imbalance. Right. Luckily we have that, but I know what's most important to me above all the things that we talked about in this podcast is my marriage, is my relationship with my wife. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she's my best friend and I know that you know, she's got my back when it really, really matters. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that I try to nurture. And it's something that you constantly have to get better at. It's something that does take practice. It's something that you then have to use your creative energy. And she's better at this than I am. She uses her creative energy in our relationship. Mm. So our, they're like our dynamic is creative because mm. of what she, what she creates for us, right? The way she uses her creativity for life really keeps things inspiring in our relationship. And I am more focused on like my craft and, and this all, you know, like it's, it's, it's focused towards this one thing. And she has those things too. She paints, she, she sculpts, she, she does all, all kinds of artistic stuff. And it's, it's riddled all throughout our house in a very positive way, (laughs) in a very beautiful way. Let me, let me just paint a very clear picture or she'll whip my ass after she hears this, right? Um, But in that sense, I'm just saying that, you know, generally speaking, there's just something magical about like what my wife does. And I want to, I want to honor that. Long story short, everything else that I do is always geared and funneled and focused towards honoring Mm. the relationship, honoring the marriage, honoring that bond. Right. That's great. So I love that. Yeah. Well, I can identify with you uh, in a big way, just I'm also married to a artist. She 
was a singer songwriter for many years and toured the country and uh, did that for a long time. She's also in more recent times gotten into other forms of art with like embroidery and painting. And it is really cool. It's cool to be with someone that understands the need for having a creative outlet and also understands, you know, that there's a cycle and a rhythm to that stuff. And it's not always 100% just one thing all the time, Mm -hmm. but it's actually healthy to maybe cycle through some different things. And I mean, for those that listen to the show very much may know that I'm pretty into photography. She was actually a really big part of us as a family reinvesting into that uh, passion that I had from many years before as, you know what, we identify that this is something that I enjoy that fulfills me creatively and is something that's just good to be a part of aside from just the day job of creativity, you know, as a job in music. Mm -hmm. And that's just been really, really cool to have and to be able to kind of just fall back on, you know, it's something that's fun and an outlet, like you said. And I think, you know, I think about something you mentioned with people exercising or, you know, whatever your form of outlet is, having something to go to gives your brain just a space to think differently, to operate on a different level at a different speed. Yeah, And that I feel is where that creativity gets reignited for the other thing. And so it's, it's having that outlet that can bring you back to the bread and butter in a sense and, and bring you back fulfilled and refreshed. Right. No, I agree. I mean, even if I go running or even just walking, that's really kind of my time to break things down. Right. Mm. In my, in my mind, it's, it's sort of a duality. I would say that running promotes more thinking and less thinking at the same time. Right. <laughs> there, there is negative space there. And, 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 and I think that's a, that's a big thing that's understated is that that negative space doing nothing is doing something. Oh, it's so valuable. Oh, man. Uh, and I didn't learn that, uh, until there was a moment I had, uh, when we were, I was a part of Miss Lauren Hill's team. We were, mm. I was in the, in, in the house. Everybody knows, everybody a part of the team knows what the house is. And there was this, this awesome couch to this day. I've been looking for this couch because I want to buy this couch. Um, it's an awesome couch in the middle of this room. There's nothing else in it but this couch. And I sat back and I, I just looked up at the ceiling and we were all just really beat because we were going, we were, we we're, I think either preparing for tour or something. We just, or it was hardcore studio sessions, 18 hour sessions, Oof, actually. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And, Here's, oh man, this is actually a thing. This is, this is, this should be, this is actually great that we're talking about it because a part of, um, who my personality is that what I used to do to myself and I realized that I just don't do it anymore is, um, I would guilt myself for not being busy enough. Mm, right. Especially like at the time where I was an independent artist and a freelancer, you right. can guilt yourself for not being, because if you're not doing something, you're not making money. Which, yeah, in America, especially that, I think so many people see things that way. Oh, man, it's innately broken here. And my wife is from Norway. So like I've and I'm pretty well traveled, thanks to Miss Hill. (laughs) And um, seeing what it's like on, you know, all these parts of the world and looking at different cultures and having pretty much gone back and forth for like the last nine years we have it wrong, man. <laughs> We're doing it wrong yeah. entirely. I would agree. 
Yeah, our our lifespan is gonna like it. It affects that. Like it's gonna, we we're gonna have a short lifespan, even though like I think oh, yeah. we live pretty longer than like some third world countries. But still, that guilt of just like I'm not doing enough, not doing enough. In that moment, I had like the utmost clarity, and I felt no guilt for not mm. doing something in that moment. Yeah, I felt like I, I had done enough. That's awesome, and that's a big i think that's a really big understated thing and it attributes to this this grind that we have over here that other countries like in norway for example they don't have that dude Mm -hmm. negative space is everything for them yeah silence is everything for them you know right yeah there's studies on like uh by country how long the average person from that country is comfortable with silence in a conversation before they have to start filling in the space. Oh, that's amazing. And America's like, you know, half a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, I, I would love to read this article. Um, the, yeah. the, uh, it's, it's really true. Um, my wife's like the, the master listener and, um, I'm, I'm more of that fast paced mm-hmm. and she's more that she's actually the only person that's ever gotten me to slow down. Mm. So when I, um, uh, when I would go to Norway, it would take me two to three weeks to actually slow down. Mm, so if right. I'm just there for two weeks, the day before I fly is the day I actually slow down. <laughs> and I, and seriously, it's like I was in a trance the whole time and I don't remember anything prior to that. And uh-huh. I look at her and I'm like, Oh, fuck, it happened. Oh man, I gotta go back tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'm now, I've now slowed down. I now see the error of my ways the last, you know, few months since I've been mm-hmm. here, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now when I go there, I know it, I know it happens. So I schedule accordingly. I go there for like a month. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, That's great. And man. then I, at least I get like a week or two where I'm actually operating at a slower internal pace, but, this all goes back to rest. Restitution is key. So having that negative space is adding and filling that cup back up. Mm-hmm. So you are getting, you are doing something creatively because you're, you, you'll be at diminishing returns if you're overworking yourself. Right. Yeah. There's a, a person, I'm, I'm not super familiar with a lot of her work, but I did watch a talk that she gave. Her name is Juliet Funt, hmm. F-U-N-T. Uh, she's got a book, I think it's just called White Space, but she that's that's the idea, is that having intentional space where there's nothing yeah. there. You just have space for anything to come up. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, you know, we talked before, I think, in the episode previously about you growing up just doing all kinds of crazy creative stuff. And I was the same way. I lived on a farm on like 300 acres outside of a really small town, there was not much to do. So in a sense, I was almost forced to get creative because there was very little I could do if I didn't come up with it on my own. But it's when you have that space where other stuff isn't pulling at you and, you know, there's stuff to do and a million different options to choose from, your brain starts getting more creative because it wants to do something. And so it's going to come up with new things, Mm -hmm. but it's not unless you have that white space where nothing else is there that your brain is going to be able to even go there. And so yeah, rest is key. Space is key. And it's definitely not something to be ashamed of. It's something to embrace. And you know, everybody works at a different pace, so it's not going to look the same for everyone. No, but you know, it's the same way as people that do weightlifting. It's like if you're just lifting all day, every day, 
you're going to break down. Your yeah. muscles have to have a chance to recover and actually build more mass so that they can handle the work again next time you go. So mm-hmm. it's it's the way life is meant to work. Yep, I agree. I, I think that um, when you go through that phase, because and don't get me wrong, I actually go through a phase where I don't do any of that creative ebb and flow. Mm. And I'm just like, all right, I guess this is just that time. I get, I just actually came out of it, to be honest. And um, didn't pick up my bass. I mean, I will like spend like five or maybe 15 minutes on it uh, a day just to do something just so I, I, I ch- like at least checked off my list and I don't lose my chops mm-hmm. um, <laughs> run through something right before I go to sleep run through like even if it's just scales or intervals or whatever just doing something I, I don't know some sort of problem solving on the damn fretboard but for the most part I wasn't practicing like I normally was I like I, I just like eh, I don't feel like writing anything you know I don't feel like mm-hmm. creating anything and I just, like I said, I literally just came out of it like maybe two days ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm ready to, I'm ready to, to create again. And that lasted yeah. like two weeks, you know, and yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's no, the thing. No, 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 You're no. not unhealthy. There's not something wrong with you. No, that's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And that what's cool is like, you are clearly involved in a lot and comfortable with that. And you're also comfortable with not being involved with any of it at a, you know a certain time and one extreme or the other happening is an indication that something's off it's just a part of the way life flows yeah i'll say this um and there's some producers uh that i know of that have experienced this if you don't take that break your body will force you to take that break yep and um, there's brothers I know who like have been hospitalized because they weren't taking care of themselves. They were just go, 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 go. Yeah. Their, your health will break down if you're not maintaining it. So exercise is key. That refills the cup. Rest is key. Sleep is key. Nutrition is key. Hydration is key. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff, man. And I'm into all of that. I'm into, uh, I'm into every aspect of it. And uh, I, I think, I don't know, there's more to life than just our art. Right. There's more to life than our craft, because mm-hmm. if that's all there was, then I don't know. I think uh, there wouldn't be anything else for us to um, to go to or to to leave art from. Like if if every day was the craft, every day was art, you would need something else. Right. To then become your art. Right. Yeah. To be Absolutely. What, to be that to be that counterbalance. You'd mm-hmm. want that escape some way, somehow. And uh, the art is the escape. Right. The art is, um, even though that, that could totally be your profession, it's still the escape because life sucks, bro. <laughs> life could be, life's beautiful, but you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that don't make sense about life, about yeah. the world. And it's very hard. It's super hard. Right. And right. that's what I mean by it, that it, that it sucks. Right. It's, it's just hard. And, um, you got to find ways to nurture it. It's just like having a plant. If you don't water it, if you don't give it its sunlight, it's going to die. Mm-hmm. If you don't yeah. take that break. Something's going to force you to do it. That's for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love that. So yeah, intentional with rest and play and work. I think that's the key that I feel like for me, that's what I'm hearing in a lot of what you're saying is to me, it's like, you know, the, the specifics don't even really matter. It's whatever works for you, but yeah, having yep. more than just the grind. Yeah. It's going to look different from person to person and that's okay. Yeah. That's great. A lot of people want to copy uh, another methodology. I mean, borrow for sure, 
borrow everything, <laughs> right? <laughs> then give back what you don't need. You don't need to do everything. Yep. And um, it's gonna. It should look like it should look unique. It should be just yours. Mm-hmm. And in that time, in that restitution, that is your time to be selfish. Yeah. That's right. In a very healthy way. That's like the best form of selfishness is <laughs> right. that you're, is self care, self love. So yeah. that was probably the, that's in all honesty, uh, on this specific focused topic, that's the pillar of all of this. Yeah. It's like, how do you balance it? Yeah. Self love. Boom. There you go. Dude, that's great. I love that. I love hearing what it looks like for you and how I know it looks different for me and, for Joe, I mean, he's like big into cycling and that's a huge outlet for him. There you go, man. Yeah, I know a few few folks like that. Yep. Cool, dude. Well, man, that's great. Thank you so much again for just sharing some more insight and yeah, just opening up about, you know, stuff that you're involved in and that matters to you. That's great to hear just the real take on that. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, dude. And, you know, once again, uh, shout out to Joe. Thank you guys for for taking the time and being interested to, and to hear what I got to say. Yes, we greatly appreciate it. And man, can't wait to hang out with you in person again sometime soon. So yeah, <laughs> we'll, until then. We'll, yeah, until then. We'll, we'll break bread soon, bro. Yeah. So let's, hope, let's hope for the world to get back to normal. Yes. All right. Well, hope you all have enjoyed this time with my good friend. And thank you for tuning in to this episode. We will catch you next week with new content and we'll see you then. Peace. Peace.